Welcome back to Our Street. Lynn Fisher here, as always, and my uh, buddy Kurt Elder is uh, running the technical side of things, as he always does. Kurt, how are you doing today? Lynn, I'm well. I've been looking forward to today's interview. Uh, he's the next in our conversation about affordable housing and the creation of that product here in Lincoln. Uh, as our long-term listeners know that we enjoy miniseries and this is the latest iteration of those uh, conversations. So today we have on the show uh, Fashad Maltez, who is the executive director of the Community Development Resources Organization. And so Fashad, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Very good, well, we appreciate it. Could you give our listeners some background? Tell us about your Sir doctorate at University of Wisconsin. I lived and I grew up in um, Wisconsin. But, um, you know, just so you know, multicultural background, the experience of having, um, you know, Spanish first speaker. So I had to like learn um, kind of how to learn English, you know, here and, and that kind of that immigrant, you know, experience. Um, I went to school in Madison, University of Madison, got my degrees there. And um, I then, um, you know, what was in terms of like relevant work experience, um, I was a professor, a finance professor at University of Wisconsin. So I have kind of a finance background, but then I worked for the Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Authority for WIDA for um, um, 27 years, so for quite a long time. And there um, I had I headed uh, some tax credit, kind of some new tax credit programs, like the New Market Tax Credit Program. Um, I got for Wisconsin over $570 million of that particular resource. By the way, that's something that I really hope we can bring to Nebraska. Nebraska has just not had a good record in bringing that particular, you know, um, when it, when I was in Wisconsin, I also financed um, over a billion dollars of projects, mostly affordable housing. So I have a lot of experience, I'll, I'll call it on the finance side, especially um, with, at the Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Authority. I then, you know, I had always been like the number two or, you know, not really like the top person within a, my organization. So I kind of wanted to have the opportunity to really run something now later in my career. So I retired from WIDA and then I went to, uh, to a CDFI in New York called Community Capital of New York. And we did affordable housing there and also micro lending similar to what we're doing here in Nebraska. I increased our you know affordable housing lending there by 30%. Um, and also um, got us um, started a program called the Community Advantage Program in New York uh, um, as well. But I, I really was a Midwesterner. I am not a New Yorker, you know, and I had a friend who um, was doing a search for um, this executive director position here in, in Lincoln. And he told me about it on a fluke, right? And I said, I know you're in New York and I know you've mostly been a big city guy, but come to the interview, come and interview. <laughs> so I, you know, so I came, um, but also just the community has just been, uh, everything about it really impressed me. And just, so I just had a gut feeling, this might be a place to really be able to, you know, to do some unique things. And, um, you know, I studied a little bit about what Lincoln has done in terms of housing, you know, with the housing plan of the city mm -hmm. of Lincoln, but also you guys, Lincoln has this in particular, but I think Nebraska in general has a very strong, um, inclusive pro-immigrant 
um, you know, culture. And, um, you know, there have been, there were a couple of initiatives that the city had done, like I think in, in 2015 or 16, that really caught my attention. And, I, you know, and also in talking to the folks, you know, that interviewed me, you know, there were, there were, you know, I have four of the top banks in, in, in um, Nebraska represented on my board. And you know all those bank presidents were there, but to see that type of commitment to affordable housing and also maybe more inclusionary economic development really was impressive to me. And you know what, kind of my um, 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 spiel line, if you want to call it, it yeah. is that um, I don't think that li the city of Lincoln and Nebraska has the the really deep um, problems that other communities do like in new york you know or california but i really feel that we have the the makeup and the community commitment to create the solutions for those really difficult problems including affordable housing in particular but also more inclusionary um lending practices as well especially micro lending for startup businesses so i just thought that there was a lot of opportunity here to really do some new things here that would just not be possible oh, in, sure. in new york without a doubt very difficult you know let's just <laughs> say it's different and we'll leave it at it's that <laughs> so you have this you are like the Platte River. You have a wide array of experiences. Some channels run really deep financing. And all right. So when we look at, so that's, that is your history. But when we look at CDR itself, you kind of touched on some of what CDR does, but can you give us an understanding of what this group does for our community? Okay. Because I don't think a lot of people know about CDR. Yeah, we're a community development financial institution or CDFI. And um, on the how, on the we've historically done quite a bit on the economic development side. We are an SBA micro lender, so we do loans of fifty thousand or less for startup businesses or for businesses that want to expand their operations. And we we you know um, are willing to do loans that maybe a traditional bank would not be able um, you know to do. So we'll do kind of some we'll we'll use more I call it non traditional type of underwriting criteria. And also startups don't scare us. That's kind of our our bread and butter. Um, and something. So Something that's unique or distinct about our economic development lending is we'll provide technical assistance. So it's not just that you're applying for a loan with us. We will help you with the business plan, right? We will help you set up the accounting system. We will, you know, we will we will um, work with you to develop hopefully a plausible marketing you know, strategy, that type of thing. And I think that that's the secret sauce that makes us be, you know, more successful. And um, something that we're very um, blessed to have gotten is we applied this fall for SBA Community Advantage this designation, and we we got it. Now remember, in New York, I had run that program. Mm -hmm. The SBA Community Advantage program is a loan guarantee program where um, we can provide on a loan uh, up to an eighty-five percent guarantee on loans up to one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and again, it uses more non-traditional, um, you know, um, I'll call it um, underwriting criteria qualification. 
And this guarantee program can only be used by nonprofits and CDFIs, entities like us. So in other words, if there wasn't an entity like us here in Lincoln, we wouldn't have access to that capital and that resource. And ha by having a CDFI, you know, we have that. Plus we're also a 504, um, um, you know, um, lender as well there. There again, it's another SBA program to provide larger loans where we, we pretty much just process, um, you know, the, the applications and make sure that the, 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 the banks that want to send money or capital through this are able to do it, you know, in a way that complies with SBA. But that's another thing that we do on the economic development side. No, keep, go keep going. Okay. Now on the how, what's new though is, um, in 2020, there was a decision to kind of reboot um, community, you know, CDR to also focus on affordable housing. And this was in line with um, the, you know, the housing um, plan that the city of Lincoln had rolled out, you know, to have um, 5,000, you know, new units of housing, um, you know, affordable sure. housing developed, you know, and very, you know, very laudable, um, you know, plan. And we were then um, kind of rebooted to be able to do affordable housing and the city provided us um, resources to kind of kind of as kind of like a startup capital company right they provided us a uh, $750,000 of you know money to support our operations mm -hmm. until we can get the capital to get things you know moving to do affordable housing deals here in 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 in, in Lincoln but this is a totally new thing but also i think that that's why when they were looking for a new executive director i was a good fit because i had a lot of experience having done housing before in Wisconsin and in in New York. I'm sorry. What were you? Well, that Fashan, I wanted to to jump in here and and uh, fill in a couple gaps, if you don't mind. Tell us about all the funding resources that the that CDR has. You mentioned from the city, seven hundred fifty thousand for affordable housing. Was that ARPA money? And then what other resources and sources of funding do you have for your other programs? You know, I only know that it's coming from the city of Lincoln. I don't, I don't, you know, it's kind of don't ask, don't tell where they got it. I'm not sure. I don't, but my quick answer is I don't think it was APRA because APRA has certain qualifications and my money, has, it, you know, is pretty open in as long as I use it, you know, in Lincoln. But I, I'm not really sure, to be honest, where that was. But I do have other sources. So, for example, the um, Lincoln Chamber is is provide, providing us um also has also provided us um, grant capital um, uh, as well. And um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say exactly how much yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to keep it. But but let's just say um, it's, you know, a, a decent amount of, of, of capital. We're very grateful. But we've also had um, Chase and um, First National Bank of Omaha also give us two grants of $10,000, you know, each. And we also have... Um, right now commitments from um from our partner banks for um the for we 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 now including this new deal that we're going to do we have 2.3 million dollars of capital commitments that means that's money where the 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 bank will give will provide a loan to us that we will then reloan to a, you know to an affordable housing project and they will provide it to us 
at a lower interest rate so that we can then collect a spread. That's how we are able to make money is by that by that spread. And that spread is usually one and a half and you know to to two um you know percent percent. And right now um 2.3 million you know we have 2.3 million dollars of hard commitments you know from from the bank you know from our from the banks. Those banks include Pinnacle Bank, Hornhusker Bank, um Westgate um um bank um, um, and UBT uh, or the Union, yeah, Union Bank, Bank and Trust. Trust. Okay, right. remember I'm a newcomer still. I haven't. I don't know all the acronyms all right. you know, yet. But then we also got um, a, a million dollars of of capital financing. That is this type of lending money from the Lincoln Community Foundation as well. And also the Lincoln Community Foundation has provided us a very generous grant of a hundred thousand dollars. You know, um, as well. Um, there is by um. We also get some on the economic development side, some BIA money, about 270,000 um, more or less for, of that money, uh, again, to provide technical assistance primarily on the economic development side. I know we're going to get close to our break line, but BIA, what's an acronym for? Oh, gosh, I'm not even sure now. <laughs> because I worked on another project for BIA, is the Bureau of Indian Affairs. No, it's not. But it's, it's not, not that. that. No, okay. no, no, no. All right. <laughs> Well, so it's a combination. So, Fashad, it's a, so your funding is a combination of, of grants and uh, loan money that you can pass on and, and make a spread. Uh, so you're a nonprofit, obviously, still, right? I mean, this is a nonprofit organization. All right. Well, Kurt, should we take our break? Yeah, let's take our quick little break. All right. Well, for our listeners, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes and continue our conversation with uh Fashad Maltez, who is the executive director of the Community Development Resources Organization. So we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back to Our Street, Lynn Fisher and Kurt Elder today. And we're uh, speaking with Fashad Maltez, who is the executive director of our Community Development Resources Organization. And um, so hopefully in the, the first half of the show, you learned about that organization. Now, we'd like to find out, Fashad, what are you doing with all your resources? And then we'll uh, concentrate on the affordable housing aspect of, of your plan and your agenda. Well, on the economic development side, um, we are rolling out a pilot program with Echo Collective. They're an organization, uh, nonprofit that has provided support services and technical assistance, especially to refugee women. And we plan to do a pilot where we're going to have a class where, um, uh, in, in partnership with Echo Collective, where we're going to provide technical assistance and training and, and on how to, you know, run a business what you need to do to make sure that you're successful developing a business plan, the accounting and all that. And if any of the people in that course um, keep their credit clean and complete the course successfully, CDR will automatically give them a microloan to either start their business or to expand their business. The logic is to kind of create a, a, a motive or an incentive for sometimes underserved groups mm -hmm. to really go through the training in the TA that will help them be successful in what they're trying to do. 
So, so just to make sure I understand, so, so, so I have this right. So your fundings help support you, but also help support the technical assistance that then empowers uh, different groups of people that may not have the capacity or, or, or courage or, or just uh, X, Y, Z to, you know, go forth and do it themselves. Right. Or they could, let's say if they go to a bank, and a apply for a loan at a bank, the bank may reject them because their business plan, it doesn't look good, yeah. or it may just be look too risky, right? Yeah. And they may then just give up on their idea, you know, right. or they may have gone to a training program of some sort, right? And thought, you know, completed it. And then they go to a bank and they still get rejected because the bank, and it's not because banks are evil or or that. Is they they have they they have to they work with a very tough regulatory environment, um, especially after two thousand eight in terms of what they can lend. Mm -hmm. So what we try to do is um, have people join us from the beginning, with the not know how that we're going to stick with you to get you you know the money that you need right. you know it's not just you apply and then we we reject you but on your side you have to be willing to commit to 6 months of you know serious training but there but there is a you know a, a, a pot at the end of this rainbow of course <laughs> for you right? gotcha if that makes any it sense it does so that's one aspect of it and, and Lynn, I, I know there's so much to cover uh, okay so on the keep going. okay on the housing side what we try, we 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 offer several types of things. Yeah. First, we may just provide traditional financing for multi. We right now we're concentrating on apartment homes, on affordable multifamily, defined as um, housing that's going to go to people that are at eighty percent or lower of the area area or county you know median income. Okay, mm -hmm. that's kind of our bread and butter. It's eighty percent right. you know or or lower CMI, and we can provide. Um, you know, cap just like capital, like a bank, but maybe at a lower interest rate. Okay, just and kind of a traditional loan at a lower interest rate that hopefully helps the project be a little stronger financially because of the lower interest rate. Just to clarify, question: the eighty percent AMI is for the people living in the units, or it's for the developer coming wanting to build? No, it's for the people living in the unit. In other words, in other words, the renters have to be income qualified. How many units like that do you think that you've supported in the last few years? Well, that that's a good question. Um, we have right now supported uh, two hundred twenty units, more or less. Wow, you know. Um, and you know, and hopefully we're going to be able to do um, more. You know, as we as we you know keep providing different types of financing. So that uh, that that's kind of bread and butter type right. of financing. The more creative financing. Another thing we do is do subordinate debt. Here, this is a loan where our collateral position will be behind a traditional bank. So let's say a bank could could provide. Um, I'm just making this up, $700,000 to a business, to, I'm sorry, to an affordable housing deal, mm -hmm. but they need really 900,000 to be able to get the deal off the ground. Mm -hmm. I can provide that other 200,000, but tell the first position bank, look, if something goes bad, you guys get paid first and we get paid second. And um, again, for some, for regulatory reasons, banks, can only go up to something called a certain loan to value. And so we're able to kind of cover the ability to do 
a loan beyond that loan mm -hmm. to value with this type of subordinate debt. And I, I don't want to get into the technical aspects of it, but this is a critical type of gap financing for, for some affordable housing tax credit deals, where the deals just will not be able to be done without this subordinate debt. So that's another type of financing mm -hmm. that we're involved. The third is, I'll call it creative financing, doing deals that, let's say, might be a little harder for a traditional bank um, to do. And let me give you two examples of, of those deals. One is um, the Holdridge Church Rehab that we're working with um, Scott Sullivan on. And this is a project where we plan to have it be part um, daycare. Mm -hmm. And it'll be hopefully 24-hour daycare, a type of daycare that's very, very, very really needed. Right. And luckily, we just got support from the Lincoln Community Foundation to support the daycare a little bit. But um, the project will also have affordable housing, um, nine units of affordable housing with it. So, um, and it's located next to, I think, the Clinton School as well. So, um, and remember, this is a rehab of a church. It's essentially a repurposing of a historic, you know, church. Well, you can imagine a traditional bank. They'll also, and we're going to get partners to get there. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, an easy slam dunk type of, you know, underwriting. So I think together, co collaboratively, we're working to be able to get affordable housing, um, repurpose a historic building and also be able to provide an important service to the community which is the daycare you know as well in that type of project and you know our our secret sauce is providing kind of the collaborate collaborative resources and also mm -hmm. the technical assistance technical assistance on the how some of the ways that you can finance this type of stuff to hopefully get that project across the finish line and by the way the city has provided a small tiff for that that's another important component you know, getting that project passed. So for someone, so, so for someone to come to you on just a say like a housing project, do you have a minimum size that? But someone says I have a project and it's going to do two houses or two units. Do you have a certain limit that you need to achieve before you? You know, that's an open, put a lot of time and technical an, help. No, no, no. That's an open question. I think even if somebody came with a duplex that's affordable, we would probably consider it. But I'm looking at a slightly larger, maybe yeah. four units. <laughs> but no, no, but not super big. Four, four unit. You know, um, you know, like. Four units and up is kind of our bread and butter. We may move into um, doing some single family, uh, maybe in collaboration with Neighbor Works or Habitat for Humanity. But right now, remember, we're a small yeah. entity. We're a startup. I've been concentrating on the multifamily. That makes sense. But another example of kind of the creative type of project is there is a 23rd um, and um, what they call a net zero project, um, where I think it's on 23rd and R Street. Yep. That project um, is half gonna be housing. And then the other half of the project is gonna be um, commercial retail space for like, I'll call it mini restaurants. So it's kind of like having a, a, a internal food court, court, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And so um, also that project, the housing component is going to be solar powered so again another kind of creative project but sure. where it might be more difficult to get it completely across the finish line for that project we're providing a million dollars of subordinate debt or at least we plan 
provide a million dollars of subordinate debt, this the second mm -hmm. position debt, and I believe Security First is 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 doing the the you know the the senior sure. the, 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 the traditional loan, but that project is also being supported you know by a tif, you know a TIF from the city yeah. and some other grant money as well. Two in questions I just really want to touch on. It's the issue of affordable housing is so big that just takes so many partners and sometimes just comes down to money. How can the average Lincoln citizen be part of the affordable housing solution through you or through another agency as one part of the question? And the second part of the question is, what tools do other places have that we don't have that we need to bring to Lincoln? Well, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna talk one quick technical point. Okay. Um, there are these tax credits. They're called four percent federal tax credits, and they're infinite. That is, they're not competitive. As long as you mm -hmm. promise to to do the housing at eight percent, eighty percent or below, mm -hmm. you know, you you can get them. But to get them, you have to have fifty percent of the financing be um, bond financing, double A okay. bond financing, and then thirty percent is the equity that comes from sell from the tax credit. I won't bore you on the details of how you sell it. You get so the thing is for those projects, I would provide the remaining um, twenty percent of gap with you know with with um, subordinate debt. Sure. But the challenge we have in Nebraska, and it's not an issue like in Wisconsin or New York, is here in Nebraska we we had twice the applications for for bond allocation than what what we could do and those deals just by you know the governor deciding it could all get done and it wouldn't cost us a penny so it seems like that's something that your board is advocating the government we to do. We, we were every person i meet my kids you know the dog <laughs> <laughs> just tell me more right 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 you're you're um, going to go and uh Pick at the sidewalk. <laughs> no, no, no picketing. Okay. I want to say that really, um, the the state, everybody at the state has been very, very helpful and generous to us. Mm -hmm. I do think it's more an issue of education, of you know these real technical points. Okay. Um, but but I do think that again, just by um, seeing what other places have done, there's there's a, an ability to expand what we do in housing with it without it really costing us that much. Kind of a last question. So let's say that. I'm just a regular Joe and I have, you know, X amount of money sitting around. And I want to invest it through you for affordable housing. Is there any ways that I could give my money to you and I make a profit yes. through the project? Yes. Yes. I wish to do well, that's a, that's another pilot that we hope to you know look to roll out in 2024 is to have I'll call it a housing capital fund where we could have um, you know philanthropists who also want, you know, they want to do well and do good, right? Yeah. Where maybe they give us the money and we provide them maybe like a 2%, you know, rate of return, mm -hmm. but then we relend the money to affordable housing deals. And by the way, affordable housing, you know, tax credit deals are incredibly safe. They have a, a default rate less than 2% equivalent to double A rated bonds, you know, so kind of like the city of Lincoln giving them money. So right. it's very, very, very safe. <laughs> but the, this gap financing can get us so many more projects Done. You know, we are almost, I think we're, I think we're at the end. We've covered so much. There's so much to cover though. Len, is there anything that you want to finish with? Well, I think we'd just give Fashad an opportunity to give information for contact. And if someone's okay. interested in more, well, you have a website or a phone number that you can give our listeners. 
Yep, you can call me at 608-577-6557. That's my cell phone number. Or you can email me at fmaltes, F-M-A-L-T-E-S, at cdr-nebraska.org. That's my personal um, email. Or, you know, you can also just look at our website as well. Um, you know, you can just do CDR and Google. But but the, the, the really, um, uh, we're, we're all eyes and ears to um, working with you know, with anyone in the community to try to push for affordable housing and more inclusionary um, lending for our community. But I do oh, want to finish good. by saying that we're very, you know, we're, we're, we, we really appreciate all the support that the community, um, the city and the state government have given us. Very good. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Fashad. And uh, thanks to our listeners for spending another 30 minutes we're here with uh, Kurt and myself. So. We'll say thanks and we'll see you uh, next week here on our street. <laughs>